This, this is The Industry. A show built by the working class for the working class. If you have a job, this is the podcast for you. Here is your host, Levi Jett. Good morning and welcome back to the industry. It is Tuesday, February 21st, and so glad you could join us. The big news for the snow and ice industry this week is a major, major, major winter storm that will actually begin, uh, I believe, in parts of the country today. before moving east and really dropping a very serious amount of snow uh, across the upper Midwest. Uh, This this storm is going to cover about 35 states before it's all said and done. It's going to bring, as I said, a significant snow threat. It's going to bring a significant ice threat as well, along with um, high winds to accompany the storm. On the backside of the storm, at least for the upper Midwest, it is supposed to get downright cold immediately after, uh, as there is a high pressure system uh, set up over Canada, bottling in all that Arctic air. Once the system moves through, uh, the upper Midwest will be allowed to tap into some of that cold air. Uh, There's a very, very, very large swath of 16 to 24 inches potentially across uh, places like Minnesota and Wisconsin, even parts of Michigan. Um, And then there's going to be large scale ice impacts as well. Um, A little bit south of that snow band, you're going to have some mixed precipitation. Uh, It is going to be cold enough for the ground to be frozen ahead of the storm. That's what's going to make that freezing rain a possibility. And so we'll be watching that. Uh, Anytime you get, you know, a tenth of an inch of ice, um, that can be uh, pretty hard to navigate through, um, especially when it's blanketed over a large area. And some places may even see up to a quarter inch of ice. But enough of this from me. Let's check in with the WeatherWorks team to get their take on this week's weather. Thanks, Levi. I'm Michael Prianti, a lead meteorologist at WeatherWorks Consulting and a producer for the Weather Lounge podcast. Today is February 20th, 2023. Well, we had our fair share of weather events ranging from a snowstorm across the northern plains into the Great Lakes down to severe weather, tornadoes, strong storms, and some hail down into the lower Mississippi Valley. And of course, who could forget that mild stretch after Valentine's Day here in the Northeast. We had temperatures in the 50s, even the 60s. It was a beautiful spring preview. And we'll see another return of that spring-like weather as we head into the remainder of this week here in the Northeast. But before we do that, we do have a couple of things we are tracking. 
The first one comes in with a weak wave that'll bring some lighter precipitation, more so in the form of snow, across the lower Hudson Valley into Connecticut and southern New England. And this will be a changeover from rain to snow early Tuesday morning. And of course, it is on the light side, so not expecting much more than a couple scattered coatings maybe a half inch to locally an inch in spots. Could make for a dicey commute if you're heading out Tuesday morning. Afterwards, it'll lighten up a bit and we'll see a bit of a drier spell, especially as you head into the mid-Atlantic and things will be warming up as well back into the 50s. But as we look to the west, there is a cold front that's going to be pushing through and that'll bring another round of showers. Could get gusty, even some severe weather possibly across southeast PA and into southern New Jersey. A couple of these storms could be strong, so watch out for that as you're heading out the door. Farther north, a bit more on the wintry side into New England. You could see some gusty rain or even some snow squalls heading into the hills of Massachusetts into lower uh, New Hampshire and Vermont. Once that goes through, though, we have to keep an eye out on some colder air coming in on the backside. Could lead to some black ice in places that don't dry up as we head into Wednesday morning. Our second system is going to be a bigger one, and we'll be stretching across multiple states from Minnesota all the way into Maine. And that comes in with a storm system pushing into the Midwest. We'll bring some cold air ahead of it, and that leads to a snow to sleet and then to a freezing rain setup. Now, places farther south and east will be on the warmer side, and actually we'll see temperatures rise well into the 60s, even the 70s across southern New Jersey, southeast PA, and Maryland could get into the upper 70s, possibly near 80 across the D.C. metro. And as you go back toward the Midwest, like I said, you'll have temperatures in the 60s and 70s on the southern side of the system. But on the northern side, it could get pretty dicey with that wintry weather. We're expecting a bit of a wintry mix. Could see some snow sleet, like I said, and even freezing rain, which could rack up and lead to some icy, dangerous situation for those places. Farther north, you'd be a bit colder, so expecting more in the way of snow across Michigan and into Wisconsin. And the same could be said in northern New England, but again, there will be a wintry mix down to Connecticut and Rhode Island, so definitely keep an eye out on the forecast as we head through the rest of the week. Now back to you, Levi. Thanks for that update, Michael. Such a good job. Uh, you you say it a lot more elegantly than I do. Uh, but as he said, and I will reiterate, please, please keep your eyes on the forecast this week. Uh, a lot of moving parts. And one thing is for sure, it's going to be a big storm. However, for those of us that are on the south side of this storm, and for those of us that have been on the south side of many storms this year and that have experienced uh, record warmth and long stretches of 50-degree days and 60-degree days, and <clears throat> at least around here, there's been a couple of 70-degree days, um, you know, what do you do? If you're a snow provider, what do you do? Uh, now... Most snow providers tend to also do landscaping as well as in their line of service to complement the off-season. But it's been tough on pocketbooks um, and just tough on the business as a whole when we have a winter that's this warm. Now, I will say that, you know, we still have March to go. Uh, the rest of February you know, looks like it's going to continue to be pretty warm. 
Um, and but even the March outlook <clears throat> looks to favor warmth in the same places it has through most of winter. Having said that, it doesn't. We can't rule out um, some events here or there, but looking at averages, looking at the entire month as a whole, it should be well above average temperatures. So there is a chance that in spots we may be done with winter. Now I may have to come back to eat those words, but I feel fairly confident in saying that there are some places that probably will not see a plowable event for the rest of this winter season. So my original question what do you do? What do you do when it's so warm and there is nothing to do? And so I've come up with five things that I believe you should be doing um, during this abnormally warm winter. And it's really going to be um, speaking to those that have a landscape line of service uh, to complement that snow line of service. And so the first thing, and I've seen a lot of this on LinkedIn, a lot of guys out there doing work, taking pictures, um, but it, it's to advance projects that are normally hampered by cold temperatures. Um, so, you know, if, if the ground is usually frozen and you can't dig, well, guess what? You can dig. Um, if you need heavy equipment, but it's tied up on a snow site doing work, well, it's pretty free right now to use. Um, so instead of getting after those projects in March or April, why not be a little proactive and get some things done early? Um, that's just going to help you out in the long run. And because we all know that if you if you're doing both if you're doing land and snow what's the two worst times of the year it's spring and fall it's the most chaotic you have one ending while the other one begins and so all of a sudden you have you know duplicate efforts across the board um for closing snow and opening land or vice versa so it's important to do as many things as you can to make those transition periods easiest on you. And another item with that in mind is to review your landscaping scopes of work as a team. Make sure the techs know. Make sure the managers know. Make sure the field supervisors know. Make sure the account managers know. This is something that can be done as a team. But talk through those scopes of work. Familiarize yourself with them. Even if there's been a client for five years, and you know the scope of work like the back of your hand. Look at it anyway because you have the time. And 
it's one thing if the winter rages on until April and a customer could say, yeah, you didn't have much time to prepare. We understand why you're kind of behind, why it's kind of slow, why there's some issues. But if you've had a really, really warm and light winter like we have, there's not too many excuses you can give as to why you are not ready for landscaping season. And reviewing the scopes of work, it's going to make sure that everyone knows what's expected. It's going to make sure that everyone knows what to look for that could potentially be an out-of-scope opportunity. And that's really, you know, why we're why we're in the game anyway, right? It's out of scopes. That's how you're going to make some money. But having a clear understanding of the scopes of work is definitely something that you can cross off the list in this month or in March. But that's just another another item for you to contemplate. Survey your landscaping sites for out-of-scope opportunities. If you maybe have some land sites you do not have for snow, perhaps it's been a while since you've visited those sites. So again, with a slow winter, Get out there and get eyes on the sites. Do some thorough inspections. See what could be out of scope. See what you can get together to propose, because that's the other part of this. You have to submit the proposals too. It's not just going out to identify this to then propose it in May. You want to get those proposals in right now and push and hope that they're approved to where you could start the work this month or next month. Because now we're really talking. If, if you're able to get some out of scopes done in March and tie that in with your spring cleanups, now you're really ahead of the game and you're really, really taking advantage of what this winter has given you. But don't wait until spring cleanups are done and growing season is over to start getting out to look for out-of-scopes. Get that done now while the weather allows it. And this is for everybody. It doesn't matter if it's just snow or if you have both, but ensure that your fleet maintenance is good to go. Now, most of us, except for, you know, Dakotas and Minnesota and Northern Wisconsin, which is basically the North Pole, um, you know, most of us haven't had that hard of a year on our equipment. But make sure that your winter equipment is still ready to go. If you've had equipment sitting on a site and you haven't visited in a while, go check it out. Make sure it still starts. Make sure it's still there. 
Make sure your land equipment, your trucks are ready to go. That they're clean, fresh oil changes. That they have all the tools they need, all the equipment. Review the safety protocols with your field team. Review app technology. Review how to edge, how to trim. Best practices for mowing and striping. A review in fertilization, pruning, tree trimming. All this stuff. Use this warm period as a training ground for your teams. Let's be honest, we don't get this very often. You know, I've I've been on record as saying that Indiana has had some really, really light winters lately over the past five or six years, but I think this one may take the cake. Um, because in the past we've had light winters, but it, it's still been we've still had large stretches of cold weather. You know, it's just not we've not caught the the snow with it, but we've had the weather, or the the cold weather, the cold temperatures. But this year has been completely different, where you know you've got a lot of days in the fifties and the sixties. that doesn't happen very often. So when it does, we have to take advantage of it by doing all this stuff I mentioned so far. And I've given away more than five in that last little piece right there to go ahead and make sure that you're doing the training and that everybody's ready to go day one of landscaping contracts. There are no more questions. It's only time for action. Here's another one. It's a big one. Use this time to sell. Sell, sell, sell. Use it to approach new customers to sell new lines of service to existing clients or to even broaden your marketing efforts. Because here's the thing, your competition will be doing this. Competition doesn't sleep. They're always trying to get a leg up on you, but don't let them. You need to be the one that's most persistent in your efforts and taking advantage of every warm day that's out there, taking advantage of a season where your customer, that decision maker, they might also have a slower period right now too. Because if they're normally focused on snow right now, well, they're not right now. (laughs) They don't have to be. It's too warm for that. It's important to use this time to speak to your customer too. 
You know, if, if they're local, see if they want to meet for lunch. Use this time to get to know them a little bit. Get to know their business better. Listen to them to see what else you could be offering them. I've said this before too. Communication is one of the biggest issues that faces humanity. And, you know, how many times is one person thinking one thing? The other person is thinking the same thing. But they never express those thoughts to each other. Example of this being a provider and a customer sitting at lunch. And the provider thinking, man, I wish I could sell this guy like a all-inclusive year-round service package. Includes land, snow, some pressure washing, includes importer service. And he's thinking about how to try to position this to make it happen. Meanwhile, across the table, the customer, you know, sips on his Bud Light. And he's thinking, man, I like these guys. But I wish they could offer me just like a comprehensive package that would have everything included. So I wouldn't have to. uh, So I wouldn't have to piece items together as I need them. I could just have one price because that would probably give me pretty good service. But instead of those two people saying what's on their mind, they do what humans do. They go, ah, they're not thinking about that. And they let it go. And so those ideas are never realized. But have those meetings, have those conversations. Neil Glatt, uh, sales coach, member of Snow Fighters Institute, founding member of Snow Fighters. You know, one of his rules for selling is get them to say no six times. And right now you have plenty of time to allow them to tell you no six times. Keep pushing. Find some new customers. Upgrade existing customers. And work to come up with a better marketing strategy. And the reason I say better is because there's only a handful of providers that I've seen that appear to have any marketing strategy at all. So again, you you use this time to come up with some ideas, some new things to try when it comes to marketing, get your name out there. But this is, this is a gift. That's how you have to look at it. It's a gift. This winter is a gift. The warm weather is a gift. The fact that it's February 21st, and right now it looks far more like summer outside than it does winter. 
Use this time. It doesn't happen very often. Because this storm we see that's going to affect the northern tier of the country, it could have you know, shifted 100 miles south or 150 miles south. And now all of a sudden, you've got major city centers involved in this prolific storm. A place like Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, Toledo. They would all be in the mix to get absolutely pounded. But they're not. So you have to use this time to advance your projects, to advance your understanding of scopes of work, to advance your surveying of sites and finding those out of scopes, advancing the maintenance level on not only your your vehicles, but you know everything, your mowers, your trimmers, um, your snow blowers, whatever, whatever you have to service. Go ahead and make sure it looks the best that it can, that it functions the best that it can. Use this time to advance that department, and use this time to advance your sales and your marketing. You may be listening to this and thinking, eh, all right, I get it somewhat. But I'm telling you, there's going to be people out there, probably a lot of them, that they're sitting around on their ass right now enjoying this warm weather. And they're not doing anything to advance the company. They're sitting on their ass, enjoying themselves, Maybe they're going out to a park, take a walk around. Um, They're taking, you know, some joy rides across the country with the windows down. There's nothing wrong with that. If that's you, go do that. But it better be on your lunch break because you need to take advantage of this time. All right. So... Got some news to share. A couple things. So, I have been asked to um, present at the Simon Symposium this year in Hartford, Connecticut. Um, I'm not exactly sure on the day of it. I should have probably had that in front of me. Um, But I will be there. And um, we'll be doing some conversations about uh, mock storms and, you know, how to, how to do that, you know, how to, how to build one, what you want to see out of it. Um, so I've been working a lot to, um, to get a lot of literature together about this stuff. And I think it's going to be a really cool event. Uh, Symposium is always cool, but you know, I think this is going to be an, uh, a really valuable presentation for those in attendance. Um, they've given me a big two-hour block, which is crazy to me. Um, so, 
once I'm done, we'll have about an hour and 55 minutes to, uh, to walk around the trade show floor. Um, and then also um, doing two different events. So we've got the Simus Symposium in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, that comes up in June or July. I'll have to get back to you next week and not be a piece of shit this week. Um, but also, I've been invited to uh, to speak and to present at two uh, Snow Fighters Institute uh, forums. So they have sales forums and operational forums. And again, not much of a sales guy, so I'll be speaking at the operations forums. Um, so there's going to be one in uh, Michigan um, with with the uh, the hot pink de-icer guy. Um, and that's coming up, I believe, in May. And then we also have another one in Jersey at a cat facility. Um, and that'll come up, I think that is in August. So... If you're interested to meet the guy behind the mic, um, please come out, uh, check out these, these opportunities. If you're in the industry and you've never been to the symposium, um, go, it's awesome. Um, it's really awesome to see the trade show, to see all the new tech coming out, to see all the new machinery, the equipment, all that stuff is really cool. Plus it's, it's awesome the networking that happens um, pretty much, you know, every night they've got some sort of an after hours uh, sort of meet and greet function type of thing. And those were a blast last year in Milwaukee. I expect the same thing this year in Connecticut. And then too, the, you know, the, the snow fighters Institute um, really puts on a good show, really uh, puts on a lot of good information and to some of the people in the Midwest that may not be able to make Connecticut happen, I, I would encourage you to look at that Detroit, Michigan um, opportunity for the Snowfighters Institute Operational Forum and to get up there and listen to Neil Glatt and also uh, myself. So... Those are some uh, some things coming up for me that I'm very excited about um, and really hope to see some of you out there. Um, looking forward to, yeah, all of that. Um, then next week, um, I'm going to start kind of a new format for the podcast. So still going to um, have sort of the same flow, sort of the same vibe, um, but I am going to bring on a new, uh, new co-host. Um, so it's going to be uh, pretty exciting. I think it's going to make for a really good show. I think it's going to be um, a little bit more maybe entertaining. Um and it's, it'll definitely be something. Um, I'll give you that. Um, so, but next week, I expect to see that change. And we will, um, you know, see, see what happens. Um, but I, I do think that 
it's going to be pretty awesome. And I'll just go ahead and tell you what the change is. Um, so the, the co-host I am bringing in um, resides in the same house I do. Uh, my wife, Morgan, is going to come on as a co-host. So it's going to make for some really interesting, uh, interesting podcast content, I think. So, but until then, um, like us on Facebook, rate our podcast, spread the word of this podcast. Uh, if you're a provider out there, tell their providers about it. Um, if you're listening and you work for a management company, let your coworkers know. Um, let some colleagues in the industry know about this show. And we're going to keep making it better and better. Um, going to keep inviting new guests on. Um, it's been kind of difficult to line up some guests as of late, uh, because of kind of what I talked about in the beginning, you know, where people are taking advantage of this warm weather. And so I found that people are honestly a little bit more busy now than they would be if it was snowing like crazy. Um, just trying to, you know, trying to get ahead, trying to use this time um, to better themselves or better the company or whatever the uh, the circumstance is, that's what they're doing. So, um, but we are going to continue to uh, bring in bring in guests. We're going to talk snow, uh, but we're also going to talk about uh, just you know life and just working. And I expect my wife to give some pretty good, uh, pretty good commentary and some pretty good takes on some things. Um, she is a nurse and, um, you know, so the, the industry couldn't be any more different. Um, but, uh, because we talk all the time, there are a crazy amount of similarities between the two things, believe it or not. Um, and so she's got some really interesting takes and I'll be excited to, uh, to see, you know, see how she does, see how it goes. This, this, this week we'll be doing some practice runs and, uh, you know, seeing, seeing how it's going to be. Um, but yeah, looking really, really forward to it. So I hope all of you are looking as forward to that as I am and I will see you. Thanks for listening to The Industry, a show built by the working class for the working class. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you're at it, help us spread the word by leaving a rating and review.